You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Have you always wanted to hear the hockey stories told from the press box? For your premier source of hockey prospect news from across the AHL, NCAA, Canadian Hockey League, and international leagues, this is your all-access pass to The Press Zone, a hockey podcast packed with news, analysis, interviews, and entertainment featured on thepresszone.fm. Your hosts, Amy Johnson and Rick Stevens, are experienced, credentialed hockey reporters bringing you stories built from strong connections throughout the hockey community and from inside rinks all across North America. Welcome to The Press Zone. Greetings, hockey fans, and welcome to this week's episode of The Press Zone Podcast, right here on Rocket Sports Radio, produced by the fine folks at Rocket Sports Media and a proud affiliate of the Hockey Podcast Network. Welcome to October, folks. Hashtag, is it October yet? Why, yes, it is. We are here whittling down the very last days of the preseason. Next week, next week when we get together on Tuesday, we will be on the cusp Actually, we will be, yes, on the cusp of the regular season starting in the NHL, at least. Um, It's an exciting time of year, and we've got plenty to talk about today. If you're new to the show, a couple of things. Follow us on Twitter at The Press Zone. Better yet, follow us at Rocket Sports. That's where you'll get the centralized, all of our information um, about the Habs, about the Laval Rocket, about Habs prospects. And if you want, you can follow me on Twitter, at Flyers Rule. My name is Amy Johnson. I am the lead Laval Rocket correspondent for Rocket Sports Media and the Hockey News Montreal. Uh, Also am the host and producer of this show every Tuesday and the host and producer of Habs Hockey Report, a weekly show that we have over on our YouTube channel. It comes out every Thursday. And if you'd like to check that out and subscribe to our YouTube channel while you're there, then just head over to youtube.com slash allhabs. Tap the subscribe button there. Tap the subscribe button right now on your podcast player. Share this episode on your favorite social media platforms. And let's get into some Laval Rocket news today. We're going to have a short and sweet episode for you today because, as I say, we're right on the cusp. We're right in the last week. And so uh, the Laval Rocket has kicked off their training camp this week. Uh, They just started it yesterday, Monday, October 2nd. Uh, So I'm going to give you the rundown of what the schedule for training camp is going to be this week. Uh, They have an initial training camp roster. We're going to talk about that. And then when we come back on the other side of a quick uh, commercial break, we're going to talk a bit about who yet could still come down to Laval from Montreal's training camp, as well as uh, some prospects who were uh, released from Canadians training camp, but won't be playing for the Laval Rockets. So we'll kind of get you all squared away with who is where and what we have left on the table this week to evaluate and look out for before we really start kind of clearing the boards, 
reset everything to zero and get started with the regular season next week. As I mentioned, uh, the Laval Rocket has released their training camp roster. Um, you saw, uh, I should mention, uh, since, since yes, the Hockey News Montreal is now our new home here at Rocket Sports of all of our content uh, for the Montreal Canadiens, the Laval Rocket, Habs Prospects. Our editor-in-chief, our president and founder, Rick Stevens, is now the site editor for the Hockey News Montreal NHL team site. Um, and as such, all of us as members of his Rocket Sports team, we are all the sole contributors to the Hockey News Montreal. And so if you have bookmarked THN.com slash Montreal, that's the Hockey News, THN.com slash Montreal, uh, you'll notice I had a bunch of news uh, items that came out over the weekend because my goodness, I think the Canadians, could we get organized, folks? Could we get organized? I think the Canadians are trying to set a new Guinness Book of World Records as to how many different training camp cut announcements they could make in a single day. Um, most teams you you see will will make one announcement a day. We you know these guys we released and sent to Europe. These guys we released and sent to Junior. These guys we released uh, and reassigned on loan to our um, our AHL affiliate. And these guys we got. Put on, we put on waivers uh, with the intention of sending them to our AHL affiliate. Um, that's kind of the norm. You do that kind of once a day, sometime after two o'clock when the waiver uh, when when the waiver list is announced. For for whatever reason, the Canadians on Saturday first they announced who was put on waivers at two o'clock. Then a couple of hours later, but prior to Saturday night's game, they announced. A, a, a slashing of of half of their roster, literally, like twenty six additional players got cut from the roster in the afternoon, and then after the game, just you know, six or seven hours later after the game, they announced a couple more guys that got cut after that game, and then turned around the next day and had a couple more guys go on waivers. I mean, it was just like it was. It was constant, which meant I had a million tiny little articles on THN.com slash Montreal instead of just one saying, hey, here's the roster changes for the day. Um, and so the bulk of what we have here for the Laval Rocket training camp comes from that massive amount of cuts that happened on Saturday afternoon. I'm going to quickly run down for you who is currently in camp. At forwards, we have Gabriel Bork, Lucas Condotta, Jared Davidson, Isaac Dufort, Sean Farrell, Brandon Gignac, Riley Kidney, Nathan Legare, Riley McKay, Philip Meshar, Jan Meshak, Yakov Novak, John Parker Jones, Joshua Waugh, Xavier Simino, Ty Smolanik, Mitchell Stevens, Alex Olivier Voyer, and Nolan Uremko. That's who you have at forward right now in the Laval Rocket uh, training camp. In addition to that, two players who got put on waivers on Sunday uh, were not claimed and they will also head to Laval. Two more forwards, that's Leas Anderson and Philippe Maillet. Okay, so that takes care of the forwards. It's a lot of forwards, but remember, here's the thing to keep in mind. The AHL does not have a roster limit. Unlike in the NHL where they have a 23-man roster limit, 
That is not the case in the AHL. The AHL can carry as many guys on their roster and have, you know, 22 guys sitting in the press box every night as healthy scratches if they really wanted to. Um, So this is the training camp for the Rocket is more about determining who is going to be their starting lineup on opening night. Who are they going to keep as extras and who do they feel is really not quite ready for the AHL and they'll likely send them then to the ECHL to Trois-Rivières where they could be a call-up if necessary. Keep that in mind. All right, so defensemen, we have Nicholas Boran, Toby, uh, it's funny to me that Toby, this is the first, this is the second time Toby Bisson is back with Laval. He's he, he was gone for a little while, and now he's back, but he's lost the Paquette. He used to be a hyphenated last name, Toby Paquette Bisson. Now he's just Toby Bisson. I I can't explain it. Stanislav Demin, um, Olivier Gallipo, Eric Huarth, who is a an invite. Uh, we didn't have, actually, uh, I, I apologize, in the forewords, one... Uh, tryout, one invitation tryout, and that's Isaac Dufour. Um, for the defensemen, um, it is Eric Hjorth, uh, is an invitation and tryout, as well as Andrew Nielsen is a tryout as well. Uh, we also on defense have Noah Lawan, Christopher Ortiz, Jaden Struble, Miguel Torney, and William Trudeau. It should be noted, um, in addition to the fact that the Habs have some guys who are day-to-day on the injury list, uh, the Rocket does as well. Defenseman Jaden Struble, if you notice, didn't get into any preseason games with Montreal. Um, he played, I think, one game for the rookie tournament. Um, and must I, it's unknown as to whether or not something happened there or something happened during a practice, but he is day-to-day uh, with, with an injury, so uh, we won't see Jaden Struble on the ice just yet. Uh, and currently there are four goaltenders in camp, uh, Jakob Dobish, Zachary Amond, Strauss Mann, and Joe Verbetic. Uh, interestingly, Joe Verbetic is there on an invitation and tryout. Uh, you remember he's a, he was a Canadian's draft pick, um, uh, a, a few years ago. However, they never signed him to his ELC. And so I believe they still hold his rights for one more year. I could be wrong on that, um, but he is there on a tryout basis. Remember, he spent the bulk of the last year down in Trois-Rivières, and so I would imagine that's probably where Verbetic will go again, um, and Zachary Amond will likely go to the ECHL as well. Now, let's talk about the goaltenders for a minute. We don't know what's going to happen with Caden Primo. My guess, he gets put on waivers sooner rather than later, or he gets traded. Um, if he gets put on waivers, I think someone will claim him. They will likely lose him. If not, uh, then Caden Primo comes down, and it's a it's a Caden Primo-Jakob Dobis tandem for the year with, for all intents and purposes, I hope Jakob, Jakob Dobis getting more of the starts than Caden Primo because he is the goaltending prospect that really needs the conditioning and the development at this point. Or if Primo ends up not with the organization anymore, then we would likely see a Jakob Dobish strauss mann tandem. 
And in that case, I believe that that Dobesh would absolutely get the bulk of the starts there. Uh, so that will be interesting to watch. Um, so that is your current roster in Laval's training camp. So what are they doing this week? Well, last uh, yesterday when camp started, they had uh, they had a practice yesterday. They'll have another practice today. Uh, then tomorrow on Wednesday, they will have another practice early in the morning before they climb on the bus and drive to Toronto. Because on Thursday, they have their first of two preseason games. Uh, this one is against the Toronto Marlies. Uh, at uh, two o'clock, it's two o'clock in the afternoon on Thursday. It is closed to the public. Public cannot be there. Media, yes. Public, no. Uh, so um, that's an interesting thing. So they're playing a two o'clock afternoon game against the Marlies on Thursday. And then after that, they're going to hop on the bus. And that same night, they're going to drive back to Laval. They'll have practice on Friday uh, on the ice. Saturday, they're just going to do a light off-ice workout. They're not going to hit the ice at all on Saturday in preparation for Sunday, which is their final of their two preseason games. This one is at home at Place Bell. It's against the Belleville Senators at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, again, close to the public. Both of Laval... This is an interesting thing this year. Both of Laval's preseason games this year are closed to the public, whether it's home or away. Um, it's it, it does happen. They are not the only games in the preseason around the entire AHL uh, that are closed to the public. I think there's three or four in total uh, across the entire league that are closed to the public. Um, it's an interesting it's an interesting thing that it's happened to Laval this year, and it's happened to Laval for both of their preseason games. So fans of the Laval Rocket cannot see their team in the preseason live. Um, that also means it's yet to be seen if we'll be able to get an online stream of those games. I know last year uh, it was all but impossible to find, uh, to, to have access to a stream as media. Um, and with these being closed to the public this year, I'm I'm even less confident that there will be a stream of these games. So we will do our best to bring you coverage of what happens in those games. Uh, we'll certainly talk about that next Tuesday. Um, all right. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. Uh, on the other side, as we get ready for the end of training camps and the beginning of the regular season, we're going to talk about who's left on the Montreal Canadiens roster uh, who could still come to Laval and we're also going to just talk a little bit about some Habs prospects who didn't make it through to the end of training camp in Montreal and uh, are, are relocated elsewhere outside of the AHL. So let's take a listen to a quick message from our sponsors over at DraftKings, and we'll be back just after this. Stay tuned. You are listening to the Press Zone podcast right here on Rocket Sports Radio. We are back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Football's more fun when you're in on the action, so download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet just $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets, only on DraftKings Sportsbook 
an official sports betting partner of the NFL, with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, KS. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, LA. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Press Zone Podcast here on Rocket Sports Radio, produced by Rocket Sports Media and a proud affiliate of the Hockey Podcast Network. Don't forget to uh, give this show a share on your social media platforms. Uh, also, be sure to follow us at Rocket Sports and um, subscribe if you haven't done so already. Also, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash, mon- uh, excuse me, YouTube dot com slash all habs is our youtube channel and our website for all of our written coverage game recaps are going to start happening soon they're already in place for the montreal canadians find all of that at thn.com slash montreal all right so uh what we want to do quickly is talk about who else could still come down to the Canadians uh, out of tra- uh, come down to the Laval Rocket out of the Montreal training camp. Um, well, there's not too much left. There are not a whole lot of decisions yet to be made in Montreal, but they are important ones. Um, is it going to be Raphael Harvey Pinard, Jesse Ulinen, Emil Heineman? Those are kind of the three who are fighting for a forward position. Um, And Emil Heineman certainly making a case. He made a case when he came in for those few games in Laval at the end of last season. Strong player. You can see that he will likely play in the NHL. Will it be on opening night? Yet to be determined. Raphael Harvey-Pinard... I think also will play with the Canadians. I'm getting more and more of the feeling that he is kind of already locked up a spot because of how they're playing him. They're also taking him on the media tour. He was on, you know, he was part of a panel on uh, Tuleman and Parle this week on French media. Um, I have a feeling HP is going to stick with the Canadians. Um, And I think that's great for him. I don't love the decision simply because he is still waiver exempt. And so it would be very easy to just have him start in Laval and then call him up whenever you need him because he doesn't have to go through waivers. The third person, Yese Ulanin, does. He is waiver eligible. And you put Yese Ulanin on waivers, there is a very good chance that he's going to get snapped up by somebody else. Um... And it would be a real shame 
to lose Yesa Ulanen at this stage. He has worked really hard over the last couple of years in the AHL. He has really strengthened the areas of his game that need to be strengthened, and he would be a tremendous third or fourth line guy in the NHL. Um, and you've seen him really kind of connect in some of those ways during his preseason games. Um, so for me, I think, you know, my, if I had a crystal ball, my guess would be that Raphael Harvey Pinard already has a spot and that Heineman and Ullinen are the ones who are really fighting each other. And you saw they were on a fourth line on, on Monday night together. They were the wingers on the fourth line. And so I think, I think that was absolutely the evaluation that was being made was the two of them on the wings of that fourth line. Um, I would like it to be Ullinen and Heineman who stay and Harvey Pinard because of the ease of his mobility back and forth between the leagues, nothing to do with his ability. I'm talking about roster management, personnel management, and maximizing the assets that you have in the best ways that you have. Uh, because I really do get concerned about Ulanin getting snapped up if they put him on waivers. So we'll see how that goes. Um, also, keep an eye on the Hockey News Montreal team site at THN.com Montreal. Uh, THN.com slash Montreal. I'm going to have an article out, if not today, Tuesday, then definitely on Wednesday, uh, talking about how I believe, and you, it, you know, if you've been a listener of this show for any length of time, you'll know that I am starting to sound like a broken record about this, and that I even just said this on this show a week or two ago, that I believe Uri Slavkovsky should start the season in Laval because he needs, he needs time to mature his game and get super confident and dominant in his game in the AHL. And then if you bring him up to the NHL, you'll have a completely different looking Uri Slavkovsky. My two cents, you want to know my full thought process on that and, and my whole analysis on that, then keep an eye on THN.com slash Montreal today or tomorrow. I'm going to have a feature article out about that. Um, and interestingly enough, uh, last night on second intermission, Elliot Friedman, Nick Kiprios, David Amber, those guys mentioned that exact same thing. And, 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 and many of that panel agreed he wouldn't, it wouldn't be a terrible thing for him to start in the American league. So I was kind of like, Hey, I'm already halfway through writing an article about that. Uh, so check that out for sure. Um, on the defensive side, is Justin Barron going to stick? Is he going to make it? What about Gustav Lindstrom? Uh, and the big question is Logan Mayu. Logan Mayu is making a case for himself, folks. He is going to make some decisions very difficult. He Did you see him line up Austin Matthews in the corner last night and just absolutely get him off his skates? Um, he is playing an NHL game. And it's, uh, it's going to be really interesting to see if he sticks for the opening night roster. He is making a case for it. He is absolutely, he's leaving the, he's leaving the evidence on the ice. Uh, and it's going to be interesting to see how that works out. Justin Barron also doing well. I'm going to guess Barron's going to start in Laval, but he will be a call up throughout the year and will have an extended stay uh, up in Montreal. And we already know something's got to get done at goaltender. Um, there's three of them. It's too many. Caden Primo is either going to have to get traded. He's going to have to get exposed to waivers and either claimed or returned to Laval. It's just 
how it's going to have to be. Uh, so that will be, whew, they got one more. They've got one more game to figure that out. Um, and it's going to be kind of a nail biter of a weekend for those prospects uh, in the Montreal training camp. Uh, we did see that David Reinbacher was released from camp and sent back to uh, Switzerland. And I say congratulations, good job to the Montreal Canadiens management for cutting him when they did. Uh, it, it, there was not a case or scenario where Reinbacher was going to stay in the NHL to start this season. And so he got a taste of a few, uh, you know, he, he's, he had a, a decent amount of time in training camp, got a lot of good experience, a lot of good, um, coaching and advice and could soak in a lot of things, had some preseason game experience. There wasn't a need to keep him around any longer. Now take him, give him his assignments. Here's what we want you to work on. Talk to his coaches back in Switzerland. Talk to his agent. Let him know these are the things he needs to work on this year. Good luck to you. We'll keep an eye on you and send you on your way. So uh, best of luck to David Reinbacher this season. Uh, can't wait to see how his game grows throughout this season. Uh, because I think, I well, I hope uh, that we're going to come back to training camp a year from now uh, and see a, a big difference in David Reinbacher. And maybe next year he competes for a place in on the NHL roster. Um, and so the other, um, the other forward that I've actually got cut, that for me got cut earlier than I was expecting to was Owen Beck. And that was Owen Beck was the big question coming into camp. Is he going to make enough uh, noise that they're going to consider having to keep him in the NHL instead of sending him back to junior. Um, if you've, again, if you've been a longtime listener, you'll know that I was advocating to keep him in the NHL because he is dominating the L in, in the CHL, in the OHL. Um, the team that he is going back to this year has been decimated. It's not going to be a very good team. Uh, and so I felt that he would be better served staying in the NHL. That didn't happen and that's okay. Now I can just, we can only hope that maybe he gets traded to a more competitive team uh, so that he can have another season this season like he did last year. So uh, our best wishes to Owen Beck. It'll be his last season in the CHL. Uh, and next year, next year, depending on how he does in his CHL season this year, you know, this year he had some really good flashes during training camp. He will he bypass Laval altogether and go from junior to the NHL. Next year's training camp is going to be a big one for Owen Beck. So that means we've got uh, preseason games for the AHL happening this week. We've got Montreal's final preseason game on Saturday night in Ottawa. And when we come back next Tuesday, we might have a pretty clear picture of who is making up the opening night roster for the Laval Rocket and which prospects are going to stick to the NHL roster in Montreal. It's going to be a very fun show. We are going to be excited to get this, the regular season underway. And uh, there's not a lot at all that you're going to want to miss. So be sure you're subscribed. Thank you so much for being here with us this week. Patrick Williams will be back with us next week for an edition of the AHL Hot Stove. And we look forward to inviting you back once again next week to join us for that. So thank you for listening. You have been listening to the Press Zone podcast right here on Rocket Sports Radio. Click subscribe to never miss an episode of the Press Zone on Rocket Sports Radio.
Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Rocket Sports.